The European Space Agency and the UN Food and Agriculture Organization will use satellites to monitor soil moisture and green vegetation. The ideal conditions for desert locusts to swarm are drought, followed by good rains and rapid vegetation growth. FAO's Keith Cressman says satellites can make a big difference when the alarm is sounded. At the moment, we can provide early warning of outbreaks perhaps one month in advance, but normally that's only a couple of weeks. The new product will allow us to certainly double that time. The senior locust forecasting officer says countries will have more time to get ready. That means to mobilize the necessary teams in the field to intensify survey efforts, to identify all the potential infestations that might be present, and it also allows them extra time to organize the necessary control operations. It can make the difference between a swarm that's localized and a plague that's not. Between 2003 and 2005, locusts destroyed cereal crops in West Africa and damaged about 90% of legumes and pasture. That put the lives of 8 million people at risk. The FAO says it took 13 million liters of pesticide, costing $600 million, to bring the plague under control. The FAO says one square kilometer-sized swarm is made up of about 40 million locusts. They can eat the same amount of food in one day, as 35,000 people. Cressman outlines the stages leading to a plague. A locust plague doesn't develop overnight. It starts initially from very small localized outbreaks in a particular country. And if those outbreaks are not detected or controlled in time, and if there's sufficient rainfall and good conditions, that outbreak can then extend to a much larger, what we call upsurge, that can affect a number of countries or region. And similarly, if that upsurge is not controlled and conditions continue to be favorable, can then turn into a plague that can infect an entire continent, for example. Images provided by the joint FAO-European Space Agency project would come from satellites such as the one assigned to the Soil Moisture and Ocean Salinity Mission. The satellite images will show those areas where the soil is sufficiently moist enough to allow desert locust breeding. This is the stage in which the locust numbers increase. And when locust numbers increase, then there's that possibility for them to change their normally solitarious behavior to that of a gregariousness and to start to form these groups that then turn into hopper bands and adult swarms that cause the devastation. The summer breeding season begins in late June or early July, mainly in the West Africa Sahel region and Sudan and along the India-Pakistan border. Cressman says desert locusts are well adapted already to climate change. He says rising temperatures allow the insects to mature faster, giving them more time to breed. Also, climate change forecasts call for more and heavier rainfall in desert areas, creating good conditions for breeding. What's not clear is climate change's effect on wind. Desert locusts travel with the wind, and changes in wind patterns could bring them to areas they've never been before. It could take up to a year to fully implement the satellite early warning system. Joe DiCapua, VOA News, Washington.